This is Katie, and I'm here today to talk about some of the hottest topics in pop culture this week in a show I like to call Son of a Beach! Nominees for the 2023 Golden Globes Awards were announced Tuesday morning. Films Top Gun Maverick, The Fablemans, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, and Tar are nominated for Drama Motion Picture. Hugh Jackman, Brendan Fraser, Austin Butler, Bill Nye, and Jeremy Pope are nominated for Actor in a Drama Motion Picture. Olivia Colman, Michelle Williams, Viola Davis, Kate Blanchett, and Anna de Armas are nominated for Actress in a Drama Motion Picture. Other categories include Actress in a Drama TV Series, which include Imelda Staunton, Emma D'Arcy, Hilary Swank, Laura Linney, and Zendaya. And actress in a musical or comedy TV series include Jean Smart, Kaylee Kiyoko, Quinta Brunson, Selena Gomez, and Jenna Ortega. Those are a good list of nominees. A lot of attention are on snubs, but mostly about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association who bestows the award ceremony following their fallout in 2020 when it was shared through an LA Times investigation that there were no black members of the HFPA amongst other issues. With 105 members since this year, the 80th Golden Globes will take place on January 10th at the Beverly Hills Hotel and will broadcast on NBC beginning at 5 p.m. PST. And to be honest, usually I tune in for award shows, but Golden Globes is just one that you can like kind of skip in a way. It's not that exciting. It should be considering it's like sort of like in terms of trophies, it's like second place compared to the Oscars. And usually whoever wins at the Golden Globes, I'm pretty sure they have like 99.9% of them sort of, it kind of like tells who's going to win for the Oscars and kind of shapes up who are the, like the big contenders for that awards show. But yeah, like it, the article in the investigation from the LA Times mentioned, like there's a lack of ethics with um, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah, they got a lot of work to do. I know they have 105 members now as of this year, but it's the 80th, it's going to be the 80th program broadcast. That's 80 years they had stuff to get together. Why is there a lack of diversity? I'm not just talking about race, but there's a lack of women They've had a struggle with nominating more women, uh, not just actresses, but directors. And I think this year, the nominees for directors is all male. And I'm tired of seeing it. And I think the actors themselves are tired of seeing it as well. Um, Tom Cruise, in the past, he offered to give back his Golden Globe um, trophies that he's won in the past, even though he is nominated here. We'll have to wait and see if he attends the award show. Another actor, Brendan Fraser, I believe it goes back to like 2003. He was, you know, trigger warning, sexually assaulted by one of the members of the Golden Globes um, and high executive. So this is not a first timer for the Golden Globes to just act up and things like that. I really hope they get their stuff together because it's they're losing their, their credibility. It used to be such a high standard award show. And now I know we have SAG still. And then um, obviously the Oscars, we're gathering in award season. So they need to get their stuff together. And there's quite a bit of 
snubs. I know, say what you want, but Will Smith and Emancipation at least deserves an award. And I don't know. I hope it's not one of those moments where, you know, people hold grudges against you and not vote in your favor to nominate you for an award. I hope it's not like that for the Oscars. You get me? I know he's not allowed to uh, attend the Oscars for 10 years. He's banned for 10 years to attend. But I wonder in this award season if he'll get nominated for that role in his movie. We'll have to see. There's a lot of good nominees, though. Jenna Ortega? Come on out, girl. She's nominated for actress in a musical or comedy TV series for Wednesday, her role in Wednesday. And that's exciting because the show just came out in November and she's already getting the award buzz. And Selena Gomez in Only Murders in the Building. I think they're filming season three soon and um that's great for her too like all these younger stars are kind of you're they're growing up like zendaya she's nominated once again for the golden globe awards for actress and drama tv series i just need i just want zendaya to win everything i'm just i love her but there's great categories there's great nominees as well like i'm really rooting for brendan frazier oh my gosh he's such a level of man and I am, they have, the Golden Globes, they have potential, but we'll have to see. Not an award category here, but Netflix's latest docuseries, Harry and Meghan, is definitely giving all the drama and the tea. Royal tea. Get it? <laughs> the documentary series stars Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, and Meghan, Duchess of Sussex. The series has six parts and covers the couple's relationship from their early courtship to their decision to step back as working members of the British royal family and their subsequent activities. It also includes interviews with family, friends, historians, and journalists. Volume 1 premiered on Netflix on December 8th, and Volume 2 is set to be released on December 15th. Some of the topics displayed in the documentary includes the alleged racism encounters Megan received during her time in the royal family. Harry also opens up about personal struggles and being there for his family. The series additionally touches on the relationship and lighthearted moments, including their first date and shows exclusive candid shots of the couple over the years. So unlike drama series The Crown, who I should have mentioned is um, nominated for a Golden Globe as well, unlike The Crown and other royal you know, shows and specials on Netflix. This is actually some of the royal family this time. We're getting a glimpse of Harry and Meghan and their lifestyle. I know they moved out here in California, but this is like really the first time they, you know, really open up fully. I know they've done interviews together um, over the past couple years or so following their departure from the royal family. But this is exciting just to see their full-on perspective. We're getting, uh, I believe, six episodes. So this first volume includes three episodes, and the second chapter will also include the same. So six, and each episode is about an hour long. So this is going to be a great treat and something I can watch during the break. And it's very valid and very important to, you know, get their perspective on everything. Christmas came early because SZA gave us a present. Released on December 9th, the singer-songwriter dropped her second studio album, S.O.S., 
SOS, can someone help me? No, not that Rihanna SOS, but SOS by SZA. This is SZA's first album released since 2017 with her debut album, Control. SOS features 23 songs, including pre-releases, Shirt, Good Days, and Blind, along with new and fresh sides to the singer. The album is on pace to debut at number one in the Billboard Top 200 chart. And as it should, I've had nothing else but SZA's new album on repeat the whole weekend. My favorite, one of my favorite songs besides Shirt, obviously, because it was already released. I love Low. Wow. There's a lyric. Um, let me see if I can memorize it. Is She says, if you see me out in public, you don't know me. Keep it silent. Woo, Lord, I've been having that on repeat. I've actually used it as a caption on Instagram like right away because she's such a lyrical genius. It's like this album is teaching us to be confident amidst like the chaos and things like that. I feel like, you know, we she wants us to have control of our lives um, amongst like all the obstacles we face. And I think that's very important. That's what I perceive from this album. 23 songs girl SZA was in her bag on this one she just made up for the five-year gap that you know she really didn't release like her music albums she released songs like over the years obviously which you know was actually a genius move but now 23 songs that should like keep me busy for like the rest of the year too bad Spotify wrapped already came out I feel like if it came out like next week that would probably be my top album because I'm telling you guys right now it's it's a great album. There's so many songs on there that you can choose for everyone. She kind of like shows new sides of herself. I think F2F, she like enters her little rock era and I love it so much. But then like Kill Bill is such a vibe too. And then obviously Good Days. Oh, Lord, that whole album will have you crying and then like arching your back at the same time. I'm not even sure. But... I'm so happy for Susan and I hope she does reach that number one spot on the billboard because this album is worth it. The past week at the 2022 FIFA World Cup has been bittersweet. Crying because your team made it into the final four to crying seeing Ronaldo play his final World Cup game and to seeing your favorite football player and team get eliminated by penalty kicks. It still hurts. However, they are all emotions that fans from across the world have felt in the past month watching the World Cup. Argentina and Croatia are set to play on Tuesday at 11 a.m. and Morocco and France play on Wednesday at 11 a.m. As someone who's been watching the World Cup, whether it's at school, on my phone, at home, or at work, trust, I've had my, my phone busy watching the World Cup. It's very bittersweet. As someone who's rooting for Brazil, per se, from the beginning, oh man, it was so hard to watch the penalty kick. That last one, oh my gosh. I just hate seeing the, the players cry because they worked so hard. And the same feelings go out there for Ronaldo, seeing um, Cristiano Ronaldo cry as he exited the tunnel in his final game, oh man, for the World Cup. That was really hard to watch. I, I mean, I wanted Morocco to win, I'm not gonna lie, because they're the last African um, team there standing, and I would love to, you know, just that moment, just 
that cultural moment you know of seeing someone new like underdogs kind of take on that role of making it to the semifinals is nice but then like seeing Ronaldo I was like wow this man's crying wow and it was it was just bittersweet but he is the first man and first person to attend and score goals in five world cups so that's a great accomplishment I'm glad that I was able to bond with other people watching this it's just the FIFA World Cup is bigger than just a game. It's a way for fans from all the all over the world to like, you know, root for each other and it's what the world needed. And I'm happy that I was able to experience it at home. And speaking of at home, the World Cup in 2026 will be in North America, so I'm excited. But yes, speaking of finals, ugh, it's final season and I want to wish everyone good luck on their finals, exams, and assignments. It's times like this when I think about High School Musical because you gotta get your get your head in the game. <laughs> it's been a long semester, literally like four months later, like SpongeBob. <laughs> but next week we can live, laugh, love unless you have classes during the winter session. Not me. I don't know who's more tired, me or Mariah Carey singing "All I Want for Christmas." <laughs> but I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Also, I want to show my gratitude to everyone at the Daily 49er for giving me the platform to share pop culture news and everything in between on a bigger scale. Lastly, I just want to say thank you for listening. This has been Katie here. See you next year. Wink, wink on Son of a Beach.